slides it out for Ekblad. Back to Hoffman, blocked by Polak and Price. Another spectacular stop. Broussard tees it up, and a save is made by Bobrovsky. Nelson, Marcel with the open net, and he scores! Hi, and welcome to the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian, and I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. All right, everybody, welcome to the weekend edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast. So glad you could join us today as we head into the final uh, few games of the regular season. Islanders fall at home to the New Jersey Devils 2-1 to in, unfortunately, what has to be described as a rather uninspiring effort. We will break down the game and we'll talk about why these last few games of the season really aren't going to be that important for this Islanders team. We'll preview Saturday's game, the rematch against the Devils. We have our Islanders birthday of the day and a lot more. This episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Download the app and join me this Wednesday and every Wednesday at 8.30 p.m. Eastern time to get in on the action. Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports. So, the Islanders fall 2-1 to one, uh, to the Devils. And I'll tell you, at first I was very frustrated after this loss, but I'm going to explain to you why now I'm a lot less anxious and a lot less angry and frustrated. I, I am, I've come to a, a different kind of a conclusion as to the way this team is playing and the way things are going. Uh, but let me hear what you think. If you've got a question, a comment, a topic you'd like us to discuss on the show, please feel free to email us at LockedOnIslanders at gmail.com. And if you leave your name and where you're from, we're happy to mention you on the show when we discuss whatever it is that's on your mind. You can also follow the show on Twitter at LockedOnIsles, and you can follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at IceWars, N-Y-R-V-S-N-Y-I. We'll keep you up to date on all the latest Islanders news, notes, and happenings, and I'm also live tweeting during every game, or nearly every game, so please, uh, you know, if you're looking for instant insight and analysis, please follow, and uh, always good to interact with other Islander fans during the course of the game. So, again, the Islanders kind of sleepwalking through a 2-1 to loss to the New Jersey Devils, and... Yeah, as I'm watching this game, I sort of uh, was getting frustrated, as uh, a lot of Islander fans I was talking to on Twitter uh, were as well, and as the game progressed, and I realized that they probably weren't going to win it, uh, a few things came over me, and a few thoughts popped into my mind. Uh, First of all, it is obvious to me that once the playoff berth was locked up, this team had a little bit of a letdown. And that cost them certainly the first game against Buffalo, probably the second game against Buffalo. And 
By the time they lost both games to the Sabres, getting one out of a possible four points in that game, it became almost impossible for the Islanders to get home ice advantage in the first round of the playoffs. Now it is officially impossible. They will not have home ice advantage. And barring the Islanders winning both of their last two games and the Bruins losing all of their remaining games, uh, the Islanders are almost certainly going to be the fourth seed in the East playoffs, and they will take on whoever finishes first in the division. Uh, We don't know who that's going to be just yet, but, you know, that is something that we certainly have to keep an eye on. Right now, Pittsburgh, Washington, uh, those are the two realistic favorites. Boston, not out of it yet, but the the Islanders are going to face one of those teams. And, you know, I thought about the last few games. And in Tuesday's game, Matthew Barzal was a scratch. Last night, it was Jordan Eberle who sat out as a healthy scratch. Clearly, Barry Trotz is trying to rest some of his guys, give them that different perspective that you get up in the press box. And he is more concerned right now with making sure this team is rested and ready for the playoffs than he is about winning hockey games. Now, that's not to say the Islanders aren't trying to win the game, but they are, you know, clearly rotating players in and out. So in addition to uh, Eberly being scratched, Michael Dalcole, Andy Green, Uncle Leo, and then the usual Sebastian Ajo and Corey Schneider all sitting out that Thursday game against the Devils. I would anticipate that maybe Brock Nelson uh, sits out one of the remaining two games. Uh, These guys are rotating in and out of the lineup, not necessarily as punishment, but really, I think, to get them ready for the playoffs. And the way this team plays, their defense-first back check, four check, get in the lanes, block shots, the way this team plays hockey, the reason that when they're effective, they're one of the most difficult teams to play against in this league, is that, you know, that style requires an all-out effort all season long. The Islanders, and you've heard me say this a number of times if you're a regular listener to the podcast, They play playoff-style hockey every game. That is the strategy. That is the, the style that they choose to play. And anyone who has played, you know, in the NHL or has watched the NHL long enough understands that playoff style hockey takes more out of you than the way most teams play during the regular season. And I think after clinching a playoff berth, this team hit a little bit of a wall. And they are probably, with this season being condensed, you know, 56 games, but a, a lot of games per week in a shorter amount of time, I think this team is physically and probably mentally a little tired. And right now, based on the fact that they cannot get home ice advantage in the next 
you know, in, in, in the playoffs right now, and that they are a tired team. The key thing is to make sure these guys recover, get ready. You have two games left, one Saturday, one Monday. Then you'll probably, although the league has yet to announce its playoff schedule, but you'll probably have four or five days off before the playoffs start. The uh, rumor going around is the playoffs will start over the weekend, whether that means Friday, Saturday, we don't know yet. But the, the important thing now is to get this team prepared to win playoff games. If they win both of these last two regular season games or lose them, it really isn't going to make a heck of a lot of a difference. So while I am disappointed with the way this team has been performing, I'm not panicking. And I think there are reasons for optimism still as we head into the final two games of this campaign. I'm going to explain a little bit more about that optimism and a whole lot more still to come on the Locked On Islanders podcast. Islanders fans, today's episode is brought to you by Wealthfront. Investing can be complicated, but whether you're a beginner or you've been investing for years, Wealthfront makes it easy. They have the right tools for every portfolio, and Wealthfront can create a portfolio of globally diversified, low-cost index funds personalized just for you in minutes. There are no manual trades, no picking stocks, no watching the stock market every day. They automatically handle all the investing based on the preferences you control. Wealthfront is trusted with over $20 billion of assets, and you can get your first $5,000 managed for free by going to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnNHL. All you need is $500 to get started, grow your wealth the easy way, and let Wealthfront do the work for you. To get your first $5,000 managed for free for life, go to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnNHL. That's W-E-A-L-T-H-F-R-O-N-T dot com slash LockedOnNHL to start growing your savings. Go to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnNHL and get started today. So I did want to talk a little bit about a few of the bright spots, first of all, from last night's game. Obviously, Simeon Varlamov, again, playing well. Couldn't blame him for either of those goals. And, you know, he had 23 saves and 25 shots that he faced. And I have very little worry about whether or not Simeon Varlamov, who is almost certainly going to be the Islanders' starting goaltender in the playoffs if he's healthy, uh, no worries about him not being ready for the playoffs. Varley continues to play well. The other guy who is really shining lately is Anthony Bevilier, and Bo scored the only Islanders' goal, had three shots in this one, and continues to be one of the few offensive bright spots for this Islander team, which admittedly is struggling right now with uh, shooting the puck more than anything else. And I think it is important that over the last two games, when they're out there, Barry Trotz has to drill it into this team between now and the start of the playoffs When you have a chance to shoot the puck, shoot the darn puck. Uh, We saw Brock Nelson, who is, what does he have, one goal in his last 
14 games. Nelson is struggling. We saw Brock Nelson on a two-on-one pass up a great shot to make a pass. He was on his forehand. The player he was going to pass to was on his backhand. The pass itself wasn't necessarily clean and easy. Nelson has to take that shot. Uh, so many Islander players right now are passing up good quality shooting opportunities and trying to make that extra pass. That aspect of things has to change. The power play still has to change and improve. They did have, you know, uh, one very good power play where they had three shots on goal. But again, you're passing up shots, passing the puck around the perimeter, not making those important cross-ice passes that that force the defenders on the PK to get out of position, to move, to tire themselves out, to chase the puck. They really aren't doing that enough, and they're not moving enough without the puck. Another rough game for the second defense pairing, Nick Letty and Scott Mayfield. Uh, they were both minus one in this game. Mayfield, in particular, had a couple of instances where, you know, he didn't pick up his man or he turned the puck over, and that remains definitely an issue for the Islanders. Uh, they've got to get that second defense pairing straightened out, and I would like to see. Uh, yeah, it's it's all well and good. You give Andy Green, the veteran, uh, a, a breather last night. That makes sense. I'm all for it. But how about giving a breather to Scott Mayfield uh, and maybe even Nick Letty? Each one of them maybe can have one game off out of these final two. Just, again, to give them that different perspective and give them a little rest and, and, and just get them ready for the playoffs uh, in a different fashion. So, I, I, I mean, it's, it's okay that Dobson took a seat one game and now Green takes a seat. Coburn, can't say I was overly impressed, but he was, you know, functional. But at the end of the day, uh, I would like to see Mayfield and Letty each rest for one of the remaining two games. Ross Johnston, hey, all credit to him. Five hits, uh, seven for Matt Martin, but five hits for uh, Ross Johnston in only 10 minutes and 23 seconds of ice time. And Johnston continues to play well you know, again, in that limited role that he does bring to the ice. But look, right now, Barry Trotz is mixing and matching his lines really within each game. Uh, you know, he started out with Barzal, with uh, with Palmieri and Zajac. And part of that, I think, is because Palmieri and Zajac were facing the Devils for the first time since they were traded from New Jersey to the Islanders. But, you know, at one point, Wallstrom was on a line with Barzal. Uh, you know, you saw throughout the game almost like a, a mix-and-match kind of a situation. And I, I think what Barry Trotz is trying to do at this point is see what combination might just click and then maybe build on it from there. Right now... The only trio that is really effectively doing much is 
the Brock Nelson, Josh Bailey, and Anthony Bavillier line. The B&B line, as I like to call it, is the only one that really is uh, clicking right now. And he's got to try to find another combination that is going to be effective. All of this right now is going to revolve around the playoffs. Nothing else is going to be an issue. Again, you want to see this team play better. You would like to see their confidence level get brought up before the playoffs start. But here's the thing. Last year, the Islanders were slumping heading into the, the before they entered the bubble. Now, yes, COVID shut everything down for a few months, and it is slightly different circumstances as a result. However, at the end of the day, the fact is I have very little doubt that Barry Trotz will have this team psychologically ready to play once the puck drops for the playoffs in about, you know, a week or so. But I would like to see some spark from this team before then, just just to make me feel better about the way this season is finishing. All right, when we return, we'll have our Islanders' birthday of the day. We'll preview Saturday's game against the Devils, which is the home finale, last regular season game that should ever be played at the Nassau Coliseum. We'll have all that and more still to come on the Locked On Islanders podcast. Islanders fans, today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. It's the best-tasting protein bar ever. It comes in 18 amazing flavors, some with nuts, some without. All of the flavors are covered in 100% chocolate. They are soft and easy to chew. And you know they're constantly introducing new and limited edition flavors all the time. Listen to some of these great flavors. Apple Almond Crisp, Carrot Cake, Double Chocolate, Toffee Almond, Coconut, Peanut Butter Brownie. One of them is better than the next. And all of the bars are low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, and high-fiber. That makes them great for the keto diet. Let's talk about my favorite flavor, cookies and cream. 17 grams of protein in every bar, just 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, and 4 grams of net carbs. Go to BuiltBar.com, use the promo code LOCK15, and you'll get 15% off your next order. That's promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Com. And today's episode is also brought to you by your friends at Bet Online. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. The baseball season is now in full swing, and you can track all the action at Bet Online. Don't forget the Preakness and the Belmont are coming up soon, so the second two legs of the Triple Crown. You also can get all the latest news, odds, and info on all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC and MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device today and sign up to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Time for our Islanders' birthday of the day. Want to wish a very happy 44th birthday today to former Islanders power forward Brad Isbister. The Edmonton, Alberta native was drafted by the Winnipeg Jets in the third round of the 1995 entry draft. He made his NHL debut for the 
Phoenix Coyotes, who obviously Winnipeg moved to Arizona and became the Phoenix Coyotes. He debuted in 97-98, joined the Islanders in 1999-2000, and had his best year that first season on the island. 22 goals, 42 points, and 100 penalty minutes. Stayed with the Isles till late in the 2002-2003 season, and then finished up his NHL career with the Oilers, the Bruins, briefly with the Rangers, and then the Vancouver Canucks. His last season in the NHL, 2007-2008, he had one final season in Switzerland. He finished his NHL career with 541 games, 106 goals, 222 points, and had 18 playoff games with one goal and three points. We're looking back at one of his better games with the Islanders, November 21st, 1999. Islanders in Edmonton to take on the Oilers. The Islanders have Felix Potvan as their starting goalie, while Bill Ranford was in net for the Oilers. Brad Isbister, our Islanders' birthday of the day, got the first goal of the game, his sixth from Jamie Heward at 14.36 of the first period, one to nothing Isles. Then the Oilers struck back three straight goals one by Alex Selivanov, one by Chad Kilger, and then a second by Selivanov. Three to one Oilers, and things weren't looking up for the Islanders. By the way, uh, both future Islanders, Bill Guerin and Doug Waite, and Ryan Smith, all had assists on the, some of those goals right there by the Oilers. The Islanders, however, tied it up. First, Kenny Janssen on the power play. His first of the year, Gino Ojic and Max Lindgren with the helpers. At 12.31, two minutes and 20 seconds later, Brad Isbister, his second goal of the game, unassisted at 14.51. It's a 3-3 hockey game. Then, only 20 seconds after Isbister ties it, Ryan Smith, the future Islander, his sixth of the season from Tom Pody, another future Islander, and Roman Hammerlick. Wow, a lot of familiar names here, huh? Uh, made it 4-3 Oilers. Late in the second period, Marius Tchaikovsky ties it for the Isles, his seventh from Jamie Heward and Kenny Janssen. That's how it ended. No scoring in the third, no scoring in overtime. Islanders and Oilers skate to a 4-4 tie for Brad Isbister, our Islanders' birthday of the day. Two goals, a plus two. He had four shots on goal as he helped the Islanders earn the tie. Felix Potvan 27 saves in this one for the Islanders. Meanwhile, uh, the Islanders had 29 shots on goal. The Oilers had 31. So, again, power forward Brad Isbister. We wish him a very happy and healthy 44th birthday. He is our Islanders' birthday of the day. Islanders will face the Devils in what is going to most likely be the last home game in the history of the Nassau Veterans Memorial Coliseum. Uh, UBS Arena going to open in the fall, so this is it. The Islanders close out the season on the road in Boston on Monday. Not going to be a lot of fans able to attend, again, because of the limited capacity due to COVID. The uh, Nassau executive, Laura Curran, by the way, said she is going to try to increase capacity for the playoffs to 50%. She's going to speak to Governor Cuomo and certainly 
we will have more on that situation as it develops. But uh, it's going to be an interesting farewell to the Nassau Coliseum, which was the Islanders' home from 1972 through 2015, and then again the last couple of years. Uh, It's kind of sad in some ways, and yet exciting when you think ahead about the Islanders' new home and and a permanent home, and, and finally after the difficulties they had in Brooklyn and the, you know, inadequacy of the uh, revised Coliseum or the renovated Coliseum, it'll be great to finally put everything to bed and have the Islanders' new home already. But uh, so many great memories at the Nassau Coliseum over the years, and hopefully there'll be some more uh, final memories in the playoffs this year. Uh, For the Devils, who, again, the Islanders will be facing in this final game. Top line, Jack Hughes, Yanni uh, Kokinen, and Igor Serengovich. The second line is Nico Heishire, Pavel Zaka, and Jesper Bratt. Third line, Michael McLeod, Jesper Boakvist, and Nathan Bastian. And the fourth line, Tice Thompson had the bid. Of course, he is the son of Brent Thompson, who is coaching the Bridgeport Sound Tigers. His wingers are Nolan Foote and Marion Sedenic, and the defensive pairings, Ryan Murray and Damon Severson are the uh, top pairing, Will Butcher and Connor Carrick the second pairing, and Kevin Ball and Matt Tennyson were the third pairings. Uh, We did see uh, Mackenzie Blackwood in goal. We may see Scott Wedgwood on Saturday. P.K. Subban, Ty Smith, uh, and Miles Wood all day today. We'll see whether or not any of them come back uh, for Saturday's game. But again, the Devils like pretty much playing out the string. So if anyone is banged up, not a lot of incentive for them to return to the lineup for these last couple of games. So the Islanders ready to close things out at the Coliseum. This is something we will certainly talk about uh after the season is over and we head into the off season, because, you know, again, so many great memories for the Islanders at the Coliseum. Islander fans, get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. That does it for us on today's show. We'll be back early Monday morning. Remember, our show drops a little after midnight, around 12.25 a.m., Monday through Friday. Always new episodes, new content, and the latest insight and analysis for your New York Islanders. Stay safe, everyone. Have a great weekend. And of course, let's go Islanders.